Welcome to Talk and Shop with Zyber, a weekly podcast dedicated to sharing expert advice, tips, and insight into e-commerce for merchants, marketing managers, and business owners. Zyber is New Zealand's leading Shopify and Shopify Plus partner with over 11 years experience helping their clients succeed online. And we're live. Welcome back. How you doing, Waldo? Yeah, not too bad. And you, Mr. Leo? I'm doing very well. Very excited again to do another podcast. Uh, and uh, today we have another exciting guest. Uh, we are joined today, guys, by Head of Digital Marketing at The Market, mm-hmm. uh, Catalina Miguel. Hi, Catalina. How are you? Hello, boys. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Um, yeah, as I was saying to you just sort of uh, before we did this podcast, I think it's going to be really good for a lot of people out there to learn more about what the market is. Uh, you guys have definitely been making some waves. I see you on social and all the advertising TV. going on, TV, yeah. etc. as well. And so always a really good place to start, especially for those listening out there. Just to give us a little bit of background on yourself, like who who are you? Sure. Um as you said, I'm Catalina, Head of Digital Marketing at The Market, um, and obviously The Market is New Zealand's fastest growing marketplace. We have 3 million products, 3,000 brands now, wow. so it's just crazy for us, um, especially in such an interesting time such as COVID where everything's going online. Um, my background is, I've been in retail for 15 years e-commerce for probably 10, um, working everywhere from the warehouse to queue to witchery in New Zealand uh, and now here again. So Perfect. Uh, yeah, it's been everything from a buyer assistant to um, head of digital marketing to e-commerce, everything. So a lot of merchants you know, listen and watch this podcast and uh, like you said, you're head of digital marketing for the market. Tell us a little bit about that role. You know, What, what are you doing day to day? Because it sounds like you really do know your digital e-commerce stuff (laughs) well we do have a lot of um, Shopify partners as you mentioned and uh, we have a lot of really big brands international such as Toyco the warehouse group which is the warehouse not leaving torpedo 7 have Karen Walker father rabbits so we've got everyone big and small and basically my job is to try and represent their brands as best as possible and you know essentially make them a lot of money so whether it's um, organic social or paid social um, paid shopping youtube videos retargeting we do it all and most of it is done in-house so we've got a team of experts that work away very hard to try and direct lots of qualified traffic to the site um, and as you guys have mentioned <laughs> we try to do that on quite a large scale coming up to um, singles day black friday and christmas <laughs> you're going to see a lot more yeah, of us I, can, so. I definitely <laughs> see it across all the channels at the moment which is good you're taking advantage of what's available out there to get your brand in front of people which is you know what most of the people listening to this podcast are trying to do or are doing successfully or unsuccessfully hey we're all in the same world so completely get it i i, uh, I love that you said singles day because i try and educate people every year about the importance of single day so it goes to show that you you guys are definitely going to push for that day and promote a fair bit of sales tell us a little bit about singles day what's singles day come on you know singles day 11th of november cool one 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 singles day yeah and so it's very big in china Uh, right and so uh that's sort of been pushed through 
you know, through Australia, New Zealand. But we did this last year with a lot of florists. Um, you know, it's, it's just promoting, hey, you're single, you know. Oh, okay, it's, so a, it's, a, it's, it's wonderful to be single. People. There's nothing wrong to be single. Oh, you know? right, cool. Awesome. You single, Walder? So it's, it's the biggest <laughs> shopping day in the world, obviously. Oh, wow. Heavily promoted by, um, you know, Alibaba and those big um, Asian gotcha. platforms. Yeah. It came about as sort of like, a, well, you have a Valentine's Day for couples. What about singles are great too? Mm -hmm. And the 11 kind of in Chinese numerology represents like the single man. So, oh. you know, four of them is very a significant number and it's it's just a marketing event. Exactly. But, so for you know, we will take anyone who wants to shop on Singles Day, not just you know the, yeah. the ones who want. So if you're a merchant, if you're a merchant listening to this, make sure you got yourself sorted for yeah, Singles Day. Yeah, and I guess Day. it's it's really close to that whole Cyber Week almost. Does it fall in that Cyber Week this year? Not really. Not quite. No, that's about but, ten days yeah, prior. 10 days. It is close. You are right. It is yeah. close. But you know you can push that, and then you can push the Cyber Weekend as well. Um, I think the the best question we could ask right off the bat is, what is the market? Well, the market is a it's a business to consumer uh, platform. So unlike Trade Me, which is like secondhand goods, we are firsthand goods. Mm. Uh, so we work with retailers all around the world who connect with us via integrations um, through their main e-commerce sites. So whether they have a Shopify, Magento, custom built, whatever, we have different ways to integrate them with the market and they select what inventory they want to sell and we sell it and get the sale back into their system and they send it as per their normal um, supply chain. So it's it's a really great way for retailers to get exposure to a whole new market and it's not really much work for them. They just need to integrate with us and we pretty much do all the, the work to get them the sale and they take we take a little commission but they pretty much the majority of that sale and as I said we're very fast growing we're currently tracking it I don't know 600% up year on year obviously it's a it's last year was a startup year so that sounds impressive yeah. <laughs> we're growing very quickly we've got I'm um, sure your month on month or quarter on quarter stats are pretty good as well if it's 600% year on year it's a very good ego boost, I tell you. <laughs> ah, fair enough. Excellent. So the launch date was October last year, I assume? August like last year. August, August uh, last year. So congr yeah. Congratulations for that a first year. year. <laughs> Thank you. you you uh, you mentioned something, so I'm going to have to touch on it right away because I know all the uh, merchants listening to this want to know. You mentioned there's a commission percentage. Are you able to sort of tell us what that commission percentage is um, when products are sold on the market? Well, it, it varies from merchant to merchant, category to category. So obviously, um, different products have different um, margins. So we accommodate that. So um, that's something each retailer works with our BD team on. So I can't give you a, a blanket one, unfortunately. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But that's, it's really what it is. Is yeah, the, these merchants need to talk to you guys. You know, um, work a deal. Um, and then, yeah, commence going on the market. So awesome. Yeah, that's great. I mean, the market to me, it's, uh, and it's something that I've been thinking about for a while. It's almost like having a virtual mall. You think, you know, you're walking into a mall and you've got all these retailers there and they're paying for floor space and they've got outgoings and all that sort of thing. I guess what you're offering is really a space within your mall uh, or market for, um, for other retailers to put their stuff. Would you say that's an accurate depiction? Yeah, it's very similar to, I guess, um, 
I'll use Witchery as an example. They do wholesale, they do concession, and they do you know first party through their own stores. So it's really that other um, secondary channels that you get with bricks, but a digital version. So it's probably closest to a concession store. Awesome, very cool. There's um. You've talked about big brands, um, and I know when you guys were launching, you're starting off with big brands. Like, can somebody that's not as big, maybe their mum and pop store, join the market as a certain criteria they have to meet to be able to come onto the market? We definitely have um, brands that have 20,000 SKUs and brands that have only four. Um, wow. It really depends on, I guess, their goals and, I guess, their brand awareness. So, um yeah, basically we'll assess the brand, work out their goals and see if they're the right fit for the market. They do need to have kind of like great imagery and, you know, the bare bones of what a good e-commerce store will have. Um, some brand awareness is ideal because we are kind of a reflection of their, their overall business. Like we can't build a brand from scratch for them, for example, um, when it's probably best that they control the brand and we help them amplify that. But yeah, it's just chat to us and we can see if it's a great fit for both of us because we have to be a good fit for them as much as the other way around. Yeah, that's that's really well said. It's definitely a partnership. Um, I'm really interested on what category maybe you're seeing huge growth. Is there like outdoor furniture at the moment or you know, is there anything like that you could share with us? We've had some really interesting results this year. I think it's definitely a, an anomaly. Um, so the first lockdown, we pivoted our business. We bought on FMCG. We never thought we'd sell things like alcohol or food or things like that. But we um, got on, I think they're one of your clients, Wine Runners, very quickly. We integrated them quickly at the first lockdown. And, oh, my gosh, New Zealanders love it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who would have known? Um, yeah. Then in the second lockdown, it was all about face masks, as Jacinda, um, you know, gave out that advice to everyone should wear a mask to stop the spread. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, we're selling out of masks. Um, that has sort of died down now that we're in level one. So we're switching more to a Christmas mentality. We've had great um, interest from consumers in beauty products, perfume, makeup, but also getting ready for Christmas with outdoor, DIY, anything you want really. Um, but it's, it's definitely seasonal, so we're not selling a whole lot of puffer jackets right this minute, but no. we are selling a lot of sandals. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Oh, absolutely. I need some sandals. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, crazy year, which is which is great. But uh, being the head of digital marketing, I thought maybe we'd just switch the, the conversation a little bit to some of the marketing. So um, your uh, clients who come on board with you, they obviously would be saying, hey, look, we'd love to sort of see um, the statistics of how successful it is and so on. So what are some of the insights that you guys provide to, to some of your key accounts and, and things that they really want from you when it comes to um, marketing analytics, essentially? Yeah, well, it really depends on the activity and if they've um, contributed or not. Like, we often have a rollout schedule for any merchants coming on board. So, we'll, you know, we might feature them in the email, the homepage, organic social. Um, if their product's really hot, we'll put it front and center of our paid ads as well. Mm -hmm. I guess some of your some of your clients would, would want to see some really sort of uh, return on their investment, for lack of a better word. And, and what are some of the analytics that they they really sort of ask you about? Um, 
trying to frame that question up differently. Just, what are the yeah. things that really matter to them, do you think? Uh, well, I think at the end of the day, they, they want to know the revenue figure mm-hmm. um, that they're bringing in, which obviously they'll see through the orders. Um, we do have select reporting uh, that we can share with them if they have given us a marketing contribution, which some merchants opt into. We will give them, obviously, impressions and clicks and gotcha. all that sort of stuff. Um, otherwise, we have other metrics like look-to-book numbers, which is sort of like a conversion, but only for their their um, specific product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so where can people find the market? Wherever they have the internet, really. <laughs> nice, nice. So I see you guys obviously online. There's an app. Am, am I right to say that there's an app as well? We have a stunning app. It's awesome. just been upgraded. Um, app is the future and a quarter focus for us. Okay. Uh, we find that people who use our app um, convert higher. We have great you know, exclusive coupons on there sometimes. We can do app notifications. Mm. So obviously, if you have it in your pocket, you know everything. Um, you've got order history. You've got your wish list. You have it all very convenient there. We have, obviously, the e-commerce websites available on any browser seamlessly. And then we are fortunate enough to be a part of the warehouse group, and we tap into their supply chain and stores for our market points, awesome. which uh, basically you can select click and collect if it's um, available and you can return any item for free to those market points. So it's really convenient for the customer because there's 104 locations or something like that. Wow, and that was my next question. If you, pay, <laughs> if you don't want to pay postage, like it's my favorite feature. <laughs> cool. cool. Um, I was going to say, as a marketing manager, you're probably really excited about the um, the, the app and, and the upgrade to the app. What are the key things that you think, you, from your point of view, obviously you've got to deliver results as well. What are the, some of the things that you're really looking forward to sort of utilizing from this and where do you see the advantages over, say, an app compared to traditional uh, mobile version of your website? Well, from a marketing point of view, it's um, really useful for us because it's another marketing channel. So anyone who's got an app and has notifications installed, you really have um, another channel to you know push notifications. But and we already know how high the open rates are on those, which is really good. So mm-hmm. They're really effective, 100%. So it's mm-hmm. just another way we can reach customers, really. From a customer point of view, they probably don't want to... Um, you know, we probably message them a lot in different ways, as you mentioned before. Um, but from their point of view, they'll really enjoy the seamless experience that they can get. Um, so if they save something on the browser, it'll be available in their, their app and that's vice cool. versa. So yeah, um, got wallet facilities, all that sort of thing. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. And then obviously, um, being a fairly new brand or a year old, uh, an infant, and you can call it that. Um, what are some of the challenges that you face or you faced um, when it came to, to marketing uh, the market? Like um, which, which avenues really worked for you and were there some that didn't actually work? Were there any surprises thrown up there? Well, it's actually been really interesting. We've tried a lot. We've tried everything from, you know, using till receipts at the warehouse. We've done radio we've done i think we've done a billboard we've done magazines yeah. tvs youtube facebook um 
and they all have a different part of the funnel as you know anyone on the will tell you some like an awareness and brand building exercise where digital is probably more of a last click um, if you want an instant bang I would say you know definitely your digital channels are going to give you the most instant response uh, but if you you're at a point in your marketing where you you need something more than that you will need a sort of turn to magazines yeah. and radio and TV and I guess it just depends your your audience so the markets sort of available for everyone all from all ages all walks of life and we've got products for to suit everyone yeah. but the most interesting user initially was you know, arms and that in that kind of family demographic with you know more of a younger lens but we're seeing as you know COVID and all that sort of progressed more of a older audience so how we talk to them has been something we've really had to um, think a lot about because they expect different communications and different channels so yeah and quite often it, it, also there's a little bit of different messaging towards them as well right a different language we've spoken to a younger crew to compared to an older crowd sure Yes, definitely what products they like. So uh, an older customer like might like whiskey and they may love their power drills where um, a teenager is more about their sneakers and skateboards. Yep, so. 100%. <laughs> so one great thing about this podcast is we have a lot of marketing managers listening to this and then we have a lot of you know e-commerce owners. So we can talk about marketing and we can talk about the business uh, and, and people get quite excited about these questions. So my question to you, hopefully you can answer this. You've talked about all these different channels, so the attribution channel and like you said, some is about awareness and some of them will get them to finally convert and come through um, how do you measure or how's the market measured whenever you've advertised just the market on radio or TV is there any certain tools you guys are using to see spikes on the website is there anything you've seen um, yeah when it's not the traditional digital way of, of tracking how well that ad is run <laughs> well it's, it's challenging because you know offline methods not connected so you do have to use a bit of science and witchcraft together I guess um, <laughs> We, we look at tools like awareness. We are fortunate enough to be a part of the warehouse group who do awareness surveys so we can see when we do do TVCs, awareness goes up. So we're at a really healthy percentage in terms of awareness in New Zealand at the moment. I think we're at 55%, which is incredible for a first year. Right. But from a more practical point of view, you can look at your Google Analytics from your direct traffic or SEO traffic, seeing if that has a spike at the same time. Uh, you can get really granular and go down to the hour mm -hmm. using those and try and match them up to the TV time slot yeah, and yeah. the, the that makes a know, lot of on site. Sense. Perfect. <laughs> but that's perfect. That's exactly. It's not a perfect <laughs> Yeah, it's not always perfect, but that's exactly how, how it's done. So I appreciate that answer, and hopefully the marketing managers uh, understand that. And of course, yeah, asking a lot of people and uh, getting as much feedback uh, from your audience is a great one as well. Um, can I flip it and come back to talking about the market more yeah. than the, the marketing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Um, so if I'm a merchant, you and I have discussed the, the agreement of us coming on board. How quickly can I start pushing my products through onto the market? Um, yeah, how fast is that? work well we've done integrations in as little as one day uh, but it, it does de depend on you know what platform you're on what integration you're on and then how how your business is set up if it's quite a um, 
slow moving business that may take a little bit of time for you to get your ducks in a row from your end um, but we're always ready to go as quickly as we can we've got a whole onboarding integration team um, who are very you know they're very streamlined these days they've done you know thousands three thousand of them. yeah yeah <laughs> so, uh, yeah it just depends on the complexity um if if we really want we may do a manual upload um yeah it just depends but we integrate through all major commerce platforms shopify the commerce magento and we use channel advisor omnivore cresco etc so there's generally speaking a solution for most most retailers are there, are there any of those sort of bits of tech that are easier that to work with that you guys prefer over others or you pretty much suit the lot? I mean, they're all our babies, so we wouldn't want to pick a favorite child, but no, fair enough. <laughs> I would I would say, uh, I, in my opinion, because my first six months of my role was integrations, actually, yeah. while we were gearing up, I found um, Shopify to be very, very easy just because they're, you know, web first they don't have any legacy systems i wasn't actually so i wasn't actually asking asking that, <laughs> that question, question to yeah. fish for an answer because no, no. we know that there's so many different opinions and and vibes for lack of a better <laughs> word out there and um yeah it's good to know that you guys are i want to coin that not coin this i think someone else has coined already being sort of platform agnostic you don't really mind where they're on we'll help you and we'll work with you to make it happen um have you asked the question like what's the sort of sweet spot um, where clients like, oh, you know, I kind of feel like I've, I've, I've maximized my growth here. I want to tap into this channel. Um, is there, a, is, from a revenue point of view or something like that, like is there sort of a, a minimum that people should be making? I know, you know, with, with other platforms, there are sort of minimums when it starts making sense. Some platforms guarantee, you know, 100% return uh, if you jump on them. I'm, I'm not sure if that's what you're asking if the yeah. market has. No, I'm also like, yeah, what's the right, <laughs> if, I'm an, if I'm a, say I'm a, um, I'm a business owner at the moment, I'm doing, uh, you know, close to 100k a month and uh, starting to build a bit of a team and trying to tap into other um, avenues out there uh, for my business. Um, is there a sweet spot where merchants should sort of sit at before they consider the markets or? Um, to be honest, I not quite across merchants own okay gotcha own you know the the revenue they're making first ah. party. they tend to sort of be a little secretive about that unless it's a of course listed business however mm. in terms of um i guess making the market successful we find that merchants who give us their full range um at the in-market price do the best so for example um on they give us all of their SKUs, they give us great pricing and they um, are therefore successful yep. on the market. You're gonna, uh, if you if you can only give a small part of the range and you know not in the pricing's not comparable, customers they know this, they're very smart. They do the Google searches, they do price comparisons. So I think it's about um, understanding, you know, what product you want and the goals you want, um, but you know, we can definitely be a part of anyone's um, growth strategy at any part of their business lifecycle marketplaces. There are lots of reports about them being that sort of, you know, future for, for all retailers in terms of like, we're basically an additional store for yep. some people. We, for some businesses, we would make as much, of their, um, you know, flagship stores, but it just, it, it depends. 
the infrastructure they've got on their side to, you know, they may not have someone who can who can really drive it, um, or they may just be really, you know, guns are blazing wanting. Exactly. Absolutely. Hey, if I'm the merchant, uh, can I control the markup percentages through the back end of this integration? Or is that something we have to discuss first and lock in those prices? I can't come back in and change them whenever I want. Uh, the merchant has control over their prices for sure, and that is set through um, the integration. Um, the discussion point definitely is the commission, but, um, you know, we're we're happy people. We love to accommodate different scenarios. So it's all about just chat to our BD team and see see what works. But um, Yeah, I was just about to ask, like if somebody is considering maybe looking at placing products or the entire store onto the market and it's a right fit for them, uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you guys? Uh, it would definitely be um, through our BD team. I need to check their email. Okay. We'll put a link at the we'll end of the show. Don't you worry. My my follow up question is then: uh, Let's say you've approved me. I sell surfboards. You approve my surfboards to come through. But now I've got skateboards. Can I automatically push the skateboards through to you guys, or I have to go through a process of getting that category of products approved before they uh, display on the market? We would love to sell your skateboards. Skateboards <laughs> go very well for us, especially if they're electric and oh, yeah. so do skateboards. Um, basically, all products are mapped through your integration, so you would probably just need to set up another rule and they would automatically come if they meet your um, stock rules. So I assume you have them in stock, therefore you want to sell them. So yeah, Fantastic. it's easy. Fantastic. Thanks right. for that little inside Thanks. tip. Anyone selling electric skateboards? Yeah, get and on, I like get on the, the fact market that, now. I like the fact that you mentioned that sort of hot product. Um, are you anticipating, or is there any products that you think, no, oh, this is going to be a pretty hot product this Christmas? Anything on your radar? Oh my God, there are just so many. Like okay. <laughs> the new PlayStation coming out. The, <laughs> the, the Dyson. The, the Dysons, they just sell like crazy. Lego sells like crazy. Um, but this year will be interesting because there are stock shortages coming through from, you know, there's supply chain um, issues from China. Shipments are scarce due to, you know, materials being diverted to um, other, um, yeah, yeah. other, you know, like PPE and things like that. Yeah. But definitely we're seeing early indications of all the hot toys just selling like hot cakes. Dyson's, everyone loves the Dyson, Lego iPhone, the new iPhone. Oh, oh my gosh. I think really it's a no-brainer here. If you're a merchant and you know, you've know you got some really cool products, you should be automatically talking to the team at the market um, and get ready for not only Singles Day, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then of course we've got the Christmas period and Boxing Day. Uh, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you are at a point where you've got a very successful social channel, you're selling lots through your through your site, you may be tapping into Trade Me for that, and and uh, you know, stocking some stuff here and there, wherever. Um, just another avenue for you to uh, get additional revenue into the business. Um, and get some really, really good exposure. I think that's one of the main benefits you get from being on a on a platform like the market is the exposure that you may get there, which going out on your own and trying to fight thousands of other people on the first page of Google um, may cost you more than actually joining up with the market. So I see the benefit really lying there. And mm. like I said, uh, I mean, you know, I've had a lot of clients um, who are on the market right now, one that we've already mentioned here. Um, so yeah, no, great successful thing. Was there anything else that you would like to uh, to add to the, the audience? I've got, I've got one. Oh, question. More question. I don't know if Catalina can tell me though. How many, <laughs> on average, how many eyeballs are coming through to to the market? You know, looking at buying stuff. Is there 
a number? A lot. <laughs> that's that's a lot, folks. So get your products on the market. Many, 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 many hundreds of thousands, millions, a yeah. lot. No, that's, that's good. I mean, we were just uh, actually, when we were talking about you just leading up to the podcast, uh, we had a little five-minute nice break. Well, of course, while we were just setting up the Skype here and uh, quickly just like natural just jumped on the Instagram and the first ad in between my stories were three market posts. So uh, it's definitely working. You're and doing, one of those products really did catch my eye. So um, good job on that. All right, perfect. Well, uh, Catalina, I think I want to say a big thank you from behalf of Zyber. Uh, the market sounds amazing. Sounds like an amazing option for merchants listening in. And also thank you for your little bit of insight from a marketing manager perspective. Um, and I guess, yeah, well, are you got anything else? Yeah, no, I think we'll just add that link to their BD team uh, in the description of this. Um, yeah. Uh, when, when it's ready. Uh, so if you guys are out there and you think this is something you want to look into further, um, by all means, uh, get in touch with the team there. And yeah, thank you so much for that, Catalina, uh, your time out of your day today. Uh, it's a bit of an office-bound day anyway with look at the weather out there. But um, yeah, thank you so much. And on that note, I guess we'll say goodbye and thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, we would love to chat to anyone about their future on the market. Thank you. Bye.